Welcome to Positive Reaction Podcast. My name is Danielle C. Aguilar, better known as Dr. D. My name is Dr. Edwin Serrano, better known as Dr. Pepper, and we are not your average physical therapist, and we will get you ready to react at any given moment. We are here to question healthcare to help you make the best decision to get back to your active lifestyle. No. Hello. <laughs> oh, Danielle isn't ready. Did you hear that? Oh no. Oh my gosh. Any, anyways, we're here. We're going to talk about a few things. Maybe yes. nothing. Uh, we actually, this is our first time meeting after the holidays. Yeah. Uh, because it was a long time. Danielle wanted to not meet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, we yes. did. It was both of us. I think one week it was you, then the yeah, other week it was me. It was you, and then we, we, I wasn't in town for that another week. And oh, yeah, but terrible. she didn't never let me know that she's not going to be in town. I know. I'm so bad. I felt really bad about that. Yeah. I was, like, I was here waiting with the no, computer out right. to microphone phones talking to myself (laughs) everything was set up i was trying to come up with a topic to myself (laughs) everyone that's listening i know you know he's lying um anyways so it's a good segue to tie to tie into our topic about today (laughs) yeah so um you know you know some some people we don't talk about too much are runners right we talk about crossfitters we talk about and And that's someone that you really really um i was gonna say pride yourself in really like um you you have delved into that population especially at the very beginning when you started with positive action and i mean you still do but i just remember that was like something you really really highlighted Mm -hmm. and so you know then the topic came up that you and i talked about or mentioned before starting this this podcast was uh bunions yeah so bunions they're commonly very common commonly uncommon well yeah uncommonly common uh shout out to one of our classmates uh catherine oh during school do you remember she had a bunionectomy bunionectomy oh i didn't i don't know you do remember okay well i just thought of it because she was in a boot for a while anyways Mm. uh thought about bunion and she had she recovered well she's doing fine so anyways so we're talking about running and bunions yeah so i mean i just had someone recently come in and she had like double bunion surgery and she had um i mean she had this years back and she was telling me how much how much issues she had with her bunion for the longest time and then i look at her feet and she's still like overly pronated like very flat feet like bra right so she's still like (laughs) putting excessive pressure along the inside of the big toe uh-huh. and in my eyes like oh, well wow. that's another bunion waiting to happen right Word. um so so then we we dove into she was just here for a pulled calf just okay but uh you know it got into diving in, into like what happened to lead to this yeah right and she was talking about hey you know my bunion this my bunion that well then i look at an accessory motion in her ankle guess what her dorsiflexion was zero it was like two. <laughs> right? I should have said it. So, it was like one. So uh, as a runner, how much dorsiflexion do we recommend patients have? Uh, 25 degrees of dorsiflexion. 30? That okay, much? No. Like 15. Oh, okay. 15 is normal, like there. normal for an athlete. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you're right. I was going to say 15 to 20, but no, I yeah. went excessive. You went excessive. I know. Like, I just want them to have a lot of dorsiflexion. Yes. Anyway, so 15 to 20 is probably like a good place for a runner to have, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But then when they have decreased dorsiflexion, and th- for those that don't know what dorsiflexion hey. is, what is dorsiflexion, Danielle? Oh, well, extension of the foot, or lifting. How can I describe it? Like bringing your foot or your toes up to the ceiling and how much. What if the ceiling is. When they're sitting up. No? Bringing your foot up towards you. Yeah. Yes. Right. Bring what he said. Because I mean, if you if they're what if they're like. Just face. bring your toes up. 
Okay. Towards you. Yeah. Whatever. Yes, towards you. Uh, yeah. That's dorsiflexion. That's dorsiflexion. Planiflexion is like if you're doing a heel raise. Or what ballerinas do. Point yeah. your toe. Point your toe. Yeah. What if you're pointing your toe towards you? I can't stand <laughs> you. <laughs> so, so anyways, with bunions, you know, she was talking about how she had these, this bunion issue and she'd like to run. And what was going on is she just like puts all this pressure on the inside of her foot mm-hmm. and that she's trying to run because she doesn't have dorsiflexion. Mm-hmm. She developed excessive like bony growth mm-hmm. along the inside mm-hmm. of her big toe, yeah. Ooh. Ooh, which yeah. led to a bunionectomy. Or a bunion. A bunion. A bunion. And then then eventually got the bunionectomy. Yeah, then gotcha. So, um, if someone were to come to you, Danielle, Mm -hmm. and tell you, I have a bunion, Mm -hmm. fix me, what do you do? If they have a bunion? Yeah. I mean, can we really fix that? No. But it's kind of how you already mentioned. You know, I would take the time to look from the, you know, the floor up, look at their static Mm -hmm. stance, and then watch their dynamic. That'll tell you, or dynamic meaning watch them walk. Mm -hmm. And then base it off of that if I'm, you know, fix the impairments Mm -hmm. or um, provide interventions to help uh, clear up those Mm -hmm. impairments, right? And for you, in the example you used, she had limited dorsiflexion, yeah. right? And so by improving that, that's going to help reduce the impact on the medial aspect or the inside of her foot and eventually just reduce that. So exactly. it's kind of how I would go about it. So can I actually fix it? No. And that's very common to go and get it surgically removed and then follow up with some version of PT or at least make sure that you're working on walking. Yeah. So. Uh, that And that's what it comes down to, right? When we develop like a bunion or anything like that, we have to look at why that bunion developed right and sometimes it's even i mean there's i don't know if the studies correlated with shoe wear like you know like oh. women wear narrow sh- narrow shoes yeah. pointy yeah, high heels yeah. and then those are the ones that end up getting like bunionectomies right because it's like their bone is sticking i up. have seen that yeah, you know yeah. the shoe wear does play a big role mm-hmm. in it, especially for those that are on their feet for long periods of time mm-hmm. so the shoe te- the shoes tend to make a big big difference yeah right? so uh, so and that's the other thing that that we kind of addressed was sometimes people Mm-hmm. whether they be runners or lifters or anything, you'll tend to find a shoe that looks good mm-hmm. and you want to shape your foot to that shoe. That's a terrible Right? Idea. But that's a terrible <laughs> idea. But that's what we mainly do, right? Like you have Some people are guilty of that. Some people are educated enough yeah. to, to get a shoe that actually is comfortable. But so I had this patient and um, she had very open, splayed out toes. Oh, okay. And then she was trying to shove her foot in a Nike. Which a Nike? And they're very narrow. The Nike's very narrow. Yeah, I have right? one Nikes right now. So then, narrow. every time she'd come in as a runner, uh-huh. her big toe was always bruised. Oh, really? Right, like she was she just, just jamming the. It? She just like I mean, she just jammed the hell out of it into oh. her foot <laughs> and hoped it got and, better over time. And hoped that it got better oh, over man. time, right? So, so then that comes down to like what's going on here. Well, your foot splays out. It's pretty wide as far yeah. as like, you probably need a wider toe box. She transitioned to uh, ultras, which is a shoe that I really like for myself. Mm-hmm. And then she was no longer bruising her big toe and she no longer had like big toe <laughs> pain or like turf toe or anything like that. Yeah. Right. So that comes down to, you know, I mean, we don't always change shoe wear. Like how often do you think you would change shoe wear on a patient? It depends on their, if we're speci- talk- speaking speci- if we're talking about uh, the running population, it depends on their mileage. If they're avid runners, it would reduce to, you know, a three-month period. Mm. Or if they hit so many miles, and I can't remember the mileage, but it, it's if they have high mileage before a three-month time span, then I'm going to request for them to yeah. start looking into a new pair. Mm-hmm. If they're not as avid, then I look at probably like six months. The year mm. is way too long. Yeah. You need to have replaced your shoes. You probably then. need like two to three pairs a year. I, I mean, because shoes also wear 
with you're not wearing them. Like you stick them in the garage and they're still going to have that. wear and tear, right? Yep, yep, yep. So yep, we, we talked really about example. that at some point. Yeah, like they're still going to have some wear and tear that the durability of the shoe is still going to drop uh, mm-hmm. based on where it is, right? Moisture, heat, yep, all yep. that stuff. And I thought that was super interesting and things that can be easily overlooked. Yeah. And if you're not housing your shoes per se in, in your house and it is in your garage, those things you need to take into account that it's gonna they're still going to take a beating, quote unquote, um, even if you're not wearing them. So the time frame kind of comes into, mm-hmm. into the picture at that point. Yeah. So um, sometimes what I've seen too is people try to change your shoe wear first. Like if you're in pain, mm-hmm. right? What Sometimes I tried all these different shoes. Yeah. Like we've all had that one patient. Oh, yeah. Or and then another one, it, you know, kind of side note, I've tried like 10 different pillows and my neck still hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of the, the same, same concept, concept, right? I'm like, man. And, and so sometimes... Can I have a pillow? Sorry. <laughs> I've, never, I've, never rare, I've never really seen someone change their shoe and then all of a sudden their pain goes away. I haven't either. Like, like they'll, like, oh, they'll it say it feels better, better yeah. but it's like still sucks yeah exactly I, I get that it's very common like yeah good good on you to change something yeah right but then it also you have to change the root of the problem yeah so so the root of the problem right uh we're talking about feet and, and we're talking about bunions or we're talking about uh any kind of you know plantar fasciitis or anything it's like changing biomechanically what's happening right, right? improving motion improving strength and the last thing that I really try to change for people is if I've tried everything, explored every avenue, then I look at shoes. They're like, mm. okay, maybe we can change yeah. something. But if it's something blatant like the patient I told you about, right? like her shoe's all wide and then she's trying to stick her shoe in a smaller Nike. I mean, yeah. her foot in the shoe that's small and it's Nike and it's narrow and right. it's hurting her big toe. Well, mm. then at that point, you know, yeah. that's on based on your expertise and, and obvious, mm. you know, if she has... Uh, bruising on her big toe. Where else is that coming from unless she's randomly kicking her toe into the wall? Yeah. That's not the case. So yeah, in that specific scenario, definitely recommend new shoe wear. Otherwise, you did everything right on top of that, yeah. right? You did the eval, educated, etc. And the shoes was just a part of the process. Yeah, it was part of the process at some point. And now she's running with no pain. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. So, uh, there was something else I was going to say, but I can't remember. <laughs> it was about shoes. Well, you know, we've highlighted shoes a lot, and I hope that for those of you listening, you know, don't hesitate to invest in new shoe wear, right? Like uh, new shoes that, uh, in a time frame that's reasonable, and you don't, and that's not going to be the the answer to the pain if you yes. are having some in your feet. But you know, it, it, you also want to make sure that you are you're walking or, or running or jogging in a, in a shoe that's comfortable for your foot mm-hmm. and you know that mimics your natural gait pattern exactly so those are big things to remember well one of the things too right that you see in shoes is someone has a flat feet and then they mm-hmm. go somewhere to a foot specialist type <laughs> shoe place right and because they have flat foot flat feet they want to put someone in what a cushioned yeah uh, orthotic type shoe because right. they don't have any foot support right so, so then oh, go ahead no Sorry. go ahead no, you, I know what you're not, so I'll go for so, it. So sometimes we try and change one, like we try to go for a more supportive shoe because we're flat, but in reality, like that's your normal foot. So that goes back to like, hey, you're trying to shape your foot to a shoe instead of having the shoe shaped to you. Right. Right. And then you start developing all these other issues and you thought that was going to fix a problem that you never had. Right. Well, you know, my friend Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Flat feet, like crazy. Oh, yeah. And like he was going to Bethydris because they would put in him in like, Oh, you have flat feet, so here's all these orthotics yeah. and blah blah. But Super he wasn't even awesome hurting. He wasn't even hurting. He was <laughs> not even in pain. Oh, he no. was, and it, just because his uncle was told him, "Hey, you have really flat feet. You should go see a doctor." But he had no pain. So then, 
he went and had all these shoe changes and then he was, he was like seeing me for foot pain i was like you never had pain like what are you doing why did you do that yeah <laughs> well i mean i guess you know man that's crazy because it's true like you get one one opinion yeah and man you hope it's, it's not like that but it kind of is right yeah. when you get into a, into a clinic well listen like where you're coming to see <clears throat> me what can i do to at least make you feel like you've been seen and sometimes it's a matter of just like here try this yeah and that's what happened you yeah. got these orthotics and yeah and then sucks. foot pain and then like knee injuries yeah. and like back pain all these things like you never had these issoes until you started changing your shoe oh, wear and man. Like, yeah and you had that conversation did you just yeah. like an epiphany yeah no i was just like uh just go back to your some shoes uh <laughs> don't change anything just work on your weaknesses and get things better but i mean he does have like limited he did have limited range of motion in the ankle stuff like that but i mean he was fine yeah like but just because someone said you have flat feet go see a doctor man i would if i didn't know any better i would too i yeah, have yeah, yeah. flat feet yeah it's like hey your back's looking kind of hunched you should go see a <laughs> and then you start getting like taped up or something braced yeah up. oh man <laughs> and KT tape, KT everywhere. tape everywhere don't hate uh but yeah it's true it really is true and, and this you know for those of you listening it's it's really important to 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 hear what you know edwin's talking about like even though they're suggesting that you you have a what may seem like a not even I don't want to use that word um, not a deformity, but something a that deviation a deviation or, is a good word. Yeah. You, when we're speaking to the flat foot, right? Yeah. If you compare it to someone else that might have a normal quote unquote arch, yeah. it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you or that you need to fix it. Mm-hmm. It may be that there is a weakness that you know developed way like over a long period of time, and you just have to strengthen it, etc., yeah. etc. Et so you know that's just the card you got dealt with. And and I ha- I've had another patient that oh I have high arches, and then yeah. they're they're, oh they're gosh, that's true. and then they have high arches. And then they're trying to put them in different shoes. It's like, well, then maybe they just need a more supportive shoe, right? They would need something that supports the arch because right. they have high arches. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing. Like, either way or whatever side of the spectrum that you're on, mm-hmm. like, I don't think that we should change shoe wear as often as we do. But okay. it just happens yeah. all the time. I, I'm on board with you, and I think that's a super good point. Mm-hmm. I always make good points. Oh, whatever. That is a good way to conclude this episode. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, guys. Yes. Watch out for your bunions. <laughs> have a good one. Remember, this is Positive Reaction Podcast. This is Dr. D. And Dr. Serrano, where Where you you come come first. first.